Live from the summit in Phoenix, Arizona, the Core presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Greg Gale and Danelle Riggs. Today's topic, betting on the basics. Don't leave your database behind. Okay, it's time. Let's do this thing, chicken wing. You ready? Let's do it. All right, well, let's get rocking because we've got limited time here, and this is one of my favorite topics, so welcome to Database. Uh, I'm super excited to be coaching with Danelle. I'll tell you, when we first got this announced, we, we're in similar markets. We're an hour and a half away, and uh, I'll tell you, Danelle, just, we're just like built for this. So we jump on a call in August, and we're talking about this class, and I'm sitting there, and you know, I'm just leaning back in my chair. We're on Zoom. I'm like, yeah, what do you want to talk about? What are we going to do? And then she starts going, and I'm like... Oh my, like, hold on, hold on, repeat that. And I'm writing it down. Like, the stuff you're going to hear today, you're going to be taking mad notes with what she does. And I've already implemented some of the stuff and I was letting her know that. And it's, um, it's, I'm already seeing results. And I'll tell you, her town, it's an hour and a half north of here. It's a little sleepy. <laughs> it's, uh, like yesterday we're walking out and she's like, hey, what's this cryo thing that you do? I don't have those in my town. I'm like, how do you not have cryotherapy in your town? And she's like, yeah, and you and Nikki were talking about, celery juice places like places you get ju- like fresh pressed juice she's like i have to juice my own celery and i'm like this is like your town is so small but you do a ton of business there and it's literally like how many of you want to build a business that's by referral only like the phone's just ringing they're emailing you they're calling you and whether the market's up or down or sideways it doesn't matter they just think of you your top of mind that's how this is this is why we call it the database is your data bank we're going to the bank with all those people we've done deals with. So I'm excited to coach you today. Oh, well, right back at you, dude. Thank you so much. Um, I actually saw your name on the list for this class. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. I want to do the class with Greg Gale. I remember um, back at my first summits. I remember flying home from somewhere. I don't even know where we were. And I was listening to a CD, and it was a Greg Gale CD. You totally got me hooked up with co-video when I don't think anybody was doing any video at all. And so I'm super grateful for everything that you've poured into all of us. So thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here with you. Let's just go. Like this is, uh, I teach this class four times a year to my real estate agents. Uh, How many realtors do we have in there? Do we have any realtors in the room? Awesome. So I teach this four times a year. If you're a lender, learn this to not only implement it, but once you start doing it, teach this to your real estate agents because it's the number one thing to building a relationship-based business is working your database and your sphere. So it's a very simple formula that we teach at the core. Mail, call, visit, email. Mail, call, visit, email. Now, are there texts? Are there videos? Yeah, but the main formula is to mail them, call them, visit them, and email them. And having a systematized approach of how you implement it, execute it with your business. So, I mean, let's just start. So Perfect. with the mail, let's go with mail. How do you mail your database? So I have several different things that we do for mailing. This is a birthday. If I've ever closed a loan for you, you get a birthday card and and then a phone call as well, which is super fantastic. But the, the birthday cards actually go a long ways. I don't think that people get many birthday cards truly. So we actually use Canva. I wrote it one time and then we order it from Canva and it's all pre-written so that we can do our whole database. And usually we do this one time during the year. We go through, we print out all of our historic past clients and then we get these cards ready to go and 
and they just absolutely love it. So then we do so a new card do it every like year. One time a year, like you just we we print them all out one month. time a year. Yeah, oh, exactly. Because wow. you know, as we move forward, it's all past. So then it's ready to go. It's I easy like to grab the stack and go throw it in the in the mail, and it's just done. That's so, killer. Yeah, and then we create a new card every year, keep it fresh and new, and just go for it. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, we just we order from Amazon like literally birthday cards, so they're yeah. more. I don't know. Like it's different character to it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus the printed, I just go and get a whole bunch or out of my CRM. I literally have them sent. They're not branded. Mm-hmm. The only branding thing on there is like where it came from. I just want to make it a little more personalized. Uh, and then we just pull the list every month. So every month I get the list on my desk. It's about two weeks before the next month. And then we go through and say, all right, let's just start doing the birthday mm-hmm. cards. So you know, we also do, we went to um, not doing mailing labels. We have my front desk gal hand writes all the envelopes because it's just a different, like just think about it when you open your mail, right? You get a ton of it, especially now in political season. And I'm opening them and the ones that are handwritten are just the ones that I open first. So if I'm doing that, who else is doing that? Mm-hmm. My clients who I want to open the mail. So that's how I do the birthdays. When you said yesterday we were talking about the class, and I thought it was an interesting point that the open rate on mail is 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought about that. And I really like the idea that what you do is not necessarily branded like that. It's It reminds me of your Weekend Warrior post. So when we are in this group and we have all of our friends on social media, we see everything that everybody posts. And Weekend Warrior, I think, is one thing that I see pretty much the same thing all the time, except for yours. They're always unique, and it's just some cute little meme, and you just say, the Gale team's working this weekend, and I love it. I love it. I think it's super catchy. So, well, the fact that you remember cool. that is the point of it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, look, what other stuff? So, this is an example of my evidence of success. I actually got this from KP. It's a long, if you take a eight and a half by uh, 14, like a legal size document and fold it in half, that's how long these postcards are for me. So, they stick out in the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Even in today's political stuff, you, you know, I want mine still to 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 be seen but also stand out and when i do these the the notice like on the side it says hey we would love for you to refer us one person so i'm asking for a referral in my evidence of success i literally just grab i want to make this super simple so i have an internal marketing department at my company i could go to a place like fiverr fiverr.com it's like a third party you just you know tell them what you want they make it it's super cheap and then every month I can just rotate through the template my test, a different testimonial. I just have an internal marketing department. We could use Canva to do the same exact thing. So once I set up the template, it's literally as simple as saying, which testimonial do we want to send out this month? Mm-hmm. And I take the testimonial and put it into the template. And then we say, who's it going to? And you have the Excel spreadsheet. And then we use a mailing house. So we send the Excel spreadsheet, the document that we want. They merge them together and send them out. So it's a very simple process that you can do to get this done. So I'd love to hear how you do yours. You know, we mail everything just from the office. I want to find out your mailing house because I think that'd be really nice for some bigger mailings. But other than that, I have an LP admin essentially who does all of our marketing stuff. And 
Canva can be very expensive if you order everything directly from Canva. So we use Canva to build the stuff, and then we mm -hmm. go find the cheapest way to get it printed. Yeah. And it works really, really well. Cool. In-house. But, yeah. Is your systematized like that? Like, just, hey, we're just going to substitute out testimonials? Or how do you do your evidence so of success? So evidence of success, I do I actually through my um, social media posts. I've never mailed one to clients. Uh -oh. okay. So I took that from you, and then I have KP as a coach as well, and I really love the long stick-out-in-the-mail, a mm -hmm. little bit more obvious way of mailing things. So this is on my list to implement. Yeah. Yes. So there's two Absolutely. things that we're mailing for sure, right? You have your birthday stuff. I do that as well. But you have your evidence of success, which is some sort of testimonial. Maybe it's market stats. It's hitting that analytical engineer kind of side of the brain. And then you have your creative right side brain, which is the letter of the heart. So those are the two things that mandatory need to be sent out for from the core. That's our formula for mailing. So you have evidence, success, letter of the heart. In addition to that, doing the, we'll get to loan anniversaries, we'll get, we'll do the, we talked about birthday, but you have multiple touches that you can have just by the mail, and we'll do questions in the middle. Um, we want to make sure that you have the formula. So evidence of, how many in the room already, because this room is not the beginner room, so how many in here are already sending evidence of success every month? Cool, so more than half. How about letter of the heart? That's actually really good. I'll tell you, that needs to go up. Because <laughs> the one that I get the call the most of is my letter of the heart. The one that I get the most feedback, letter of the heart. Now, can you define letter of the heart? Define it? Yeah. Like, what is the letter of the heart? So, actually, I was at an event with Mike Wood back in September. Mike was there. And I told Mike, I've never done a letter of the heart. <laughs> and so he made me start. He told me that uh, immediately, as a real estate agent, he had a 25% increase in business because of his letter of the heart. Wow. And just people responding and being able to create conversations. So I wrote my first one and sent it out. So I'm I'm on the new bus here feedback? for letter of the heart. I haven't heard anything yet. It oh, literally it went, went out. out like last week. Wow. So Killer. I should, I'm, I'm going to, it's going to blow up. Hey, good for it's you. It's going to blow up. Now, I, I will tell this. you that like, how many of you that have done the letter of the heart by show of hands, you get the more response from letter of the heart. I mean, it's yeah. cool. There's actually more hands that went up there than when I asked if you did letter of the heart. That's kind of weird. Right? <laughs> that, is, that is weird, right? They were, they were withholding. They were withholding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dinosaur hands, right? So look, um, it's probably for me, I don't, um, I'll just stereotype as a guy. As a guy, I was just, it was just really hard for me to write letter of the heart. Uh, but once I connected to, it was actually Rita. She did an old one, and Steve probably remembers this. It was when she did water skiing for the first time. And it literally had a picture of Rita water skiing and that she had on her bucket list and she wanted to get outside her comfort zone. But it had, like, big pictures. And so she literally only had to have, like, ten lines of what she was talking about with the pictures. But it was impactful, and I still remember that one letter that she sent out to me. I'm like, wow, that was cool. Or Dayton wrote one. It was about how he met a veteran. He just saw the license plate. It said veteran on it. He met the guy. Guy had a cool story. He had a purple heart. I'm like, these are, like, I'm remembering these stories from years ago because they're way more impactful than the evidence of success. Oh, I just helped someone fix their credit and get a house. Like, okay, that's kind of cool, but not as cool as the the veteran or the bucket list. And so I really want you to write down, I will do my letter of the heart between now and the end of the year. That will be a super impactful. And I would knock it out in the next 30 days because people's mail starts getting hammered with holiday cards and stuff. So it's got to be done then, and then your next one needs to be done in January when all the mail subsides again. Okay. Perfect. So as we talk about, this was my letter of the heart. And look, you can ask your concierge for samples. So this was the latest one I did. It was a bucket list for my, for the, um, uh, boot camp that we just did. I sent out 
hundred of them to those people specifically on top of my normal mail out, but I also put in luggage tags. So I gifted luggage tags for people to write down and tell me what their bucket list item was. So again, I get a lot of response. Idea. That's a great idea. So when I get the response back, it was, oh my gosh, I want to go to Switzerland. Oh, I'd never been to Italy. Where did you go? It was a, mm-hmm. it's more engaging still to this day. And this was only a couple months ago. I run into people like, dude, I really loved your letter. I had a realtor text me, sent me a picture. He goes, did you know you sent it twice? I'm like, yeah, because you're on my 100 list and you're on my database list. Right? <laughs> so, and the second time around, it did not go because I was sent out to 1,000 people. I did not send the luggage tag because I didn't want to buy 1,000 luggage tags. The impact is more of the note, the letter, and then those conversations that linger afterwards. Okay, so what else about mailing? Because you do the house diversity. We do house by diversity. email or mail. We do, we do. So I kick off house diversity, and I would say that out of everything that I mail, this is probably the... This has had the most impact. Um, we set up the house anniversary to do just an annual review of their mortgage, but this helps me tee it up essentially. So we send this out every single month to all of our clients for the next month. How and far back? How far back do you go? As far as I have data, which is really like 2015. Wow. So okay. we, we go way back. Um, and then we start cleaning up the the information as well as we move mm-hmm. forward because there's definitely clients that have moved or whatever, but even there, I try to just always stay in touch with people because if I have ever done a loan for them, I feel like they're in the area. They know people there. There's always opportunity to stay in touch. And then I'll shift my dates as well. So if I know that someone closed on a loan with someone other than me since I did the loan, I'll update the date in my CRM so that I can then go honor that house anniversary instead of mine. And I know that the other lender isn't touching them. Wait, 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 so, wait, wait. So you're doing the house anniversary to your people going back to 2015, but yes. you also have a separate list of people of people that didn't close with you? Well, I, I do, but, but for this is like, gosh, let's say I closed a loan for you in 2015, but then you refinanced with someone in between. Uh-huh. So you're in my database is closing in 2015, but then I know you closed in 2019 with someone else. I'll update my dates. Wow. And then I'll put you on like the March 2019 wow. plan. And then wow. it really works. But yeah. Yes, recently, actually, I I heard someone talking about database, and it really kind of messed with my mind and how I have always thought of database. I've always thought of database as being people that I have closed loans for, and everyone else who's kind of fallen by the wayside over the years, all of those prequels, pre-approvals, or just leads that never converted, um, you know, are still there. They, we still have their contact information. We need to do something with it. But most recently, I have heard from a lot of students, a lot of people are losing loans uh, for whatever reason. So I decided I was going to create a whole nother letter of the alphabet and like throw it in with my Zs, essentially. And they're all the people who funded loans without me doing it. So I've never done a loan for them. I do have their information. I know that they did close. And I treat them just like they're my loan because I maybe missed that one, but I want to get the next one. And again, I know that that lender will not touch them or talk to them like we can just because of our systems and processes and structures. I'm going to do that, but how many of you need to add that into your system? I mean, it's just more people to contact. I had them at some time and sometime I just lost them. Hey, I'm going with someone else. Or you call that lead and they're like, yeah, I already closed. I went to a different realtor, a different lender. 
Hey, congratulations. Where did you move to? Mm-hmm. Cool. What's the address? I want to send you a little something. Yeah. And then they're getting thrown into the... I might as well. And then they'll forget that person. Yeah. And then they'll remember you. I love it. Yeah. That's money. That's money. Okay. Cool. Um, This is ours. So I got this actually from a realtor. So um, one of the realtors presented, I think a couple summits ago, and they talked about the anniversary letter and that they do the loan anniversary, but they do the anniversary letter goes out the the week before the following month. So like this week it would go out for the November people of... 2021, 20, 19, 18, 17. So mine goes back to 17. And I send it out to them saying, hey, be prepared. We're calling. Happy house anniversary. You closed, et cetera, whatever. And all this stuff's in the handouts. But if you ever, if you email the concierge, we can send you the actual templates that I use. And so, but the system, it's the system, right? Mm-hmm. So we export the Excel for the past November's. I go all the way back to 17. From there, that letter goes out and then we wait two weeks there's always an extra letter that goes in there with my address. So I, it's called a seed mailer. You want to know when your stuff lands. So to the office, I get that house anniversary letter. We open it up, go, okay, they landed. And then we start the calls the next day to all of those people just oh. checking in. Hey, just making sure you got that letter. How's the house? Anything changed? So we're adding the, this is about the call, but it's also the mail, right? They're getting the touch, but now they're getting the phone call to back it up. From either myself or the team, just depends on how busy we are and how many are on that list. So I'm just, and like you, the data, the data bank is only as good as the data. So I've got to get in there and clean it all up. So if they're like, oh yeah, hey man, I like, how many of you use Homebot? We're going to talk about Homebot in a minute, but and how many of you get the reply that says I sold the house? I get it. I'm like, cool. Let me get it out. Where'd you go? Great. Oh, I'm in a different state. Awesome. This is nationwide. Let me plug in that house. I just because they now they still have friends and family here. Maybe it's a referral for one of my core buddies, but they went somewhere. And so I still want to keep them like in my hooks. I love that you mail it to yourself. That's genius. I've never thought of doing that. If you guys don't do that, I would say do it. I wrote it down. I'm going to do that. I think that's so good for you to know when you, when it actually hits and then you can start All counting your, the phones. Well, that's it's, genius. It's, well, for me, because I, you know, you know yours are going out because mm-hmm. your team's up there with a bunch yeah. of stuff and they're mailing it out from you. I send, I have a company doing it for me. So I don't know that they're doing it until it gets to my office. But for some of them, I need to know when it landed so that I can do that follow-up phone call like that. All right, let's talk about the email because this is the one that I actually did. But I want you to talk about your monthly thing. My monthly thing? Um, Long time ago, I was on a company call actually and Oleg was talking. I think at the company he had the best past client, like repeat business. And so, uh, he was on this call and he said that his plan was super simple. He would send a postcard one month and send a video, I believe is what he said, a a postcard email or postcard video. And then just on repeat for the whole, the whole year that was, that was it. And so I thought, all right, well, that's simple enough. I can totally do this. And so I started doing a video just every single month. And so it's on my calendar to record this video. It's what's up with lending. And I do three things every single call. Number one, I talk about a past client referral. So I honor a past client referral and I give away swag. I do that because that's an easy opportunity to, opportunity to be in front of past clients and say, hey, I want you to think of me and I want you to give me more business. So, and they love that. Like they really, really love it. They all open it. They call me and, uh, the person who wins usually does reach out before I can even call them. Um, so we honor past client referral. We give away swag. 
swag. I do a quick little market update, and then I have a focus for the month. So whatever I'm working on, whether it's uh, you know cash out refinances right now, or seller buy down strategy, or you know shift in the market, or interest rates hitting seven, or whatever it is, we'll talk about current opportunities. And um, and you know it's really weird. Everybody thinks it's like uniquely special to them. I work with a lot of retirees, and I'm a super old community, and then my little old ladies call me, and they're like, oh, honey, thank you so much for thinking of me. I really so appreciate cute. it. <laughs> so that is so the one, that's the one when we got off the call that I was like, I- I'm going to do that. I literally went into my CRM, on like like hung up the Zoom, yeah. and I'm like, Dude, that was really good. So I went into my CRM, I went and clicked past client referral, past client, CCR, personal friend, and I just pulled the whole list of everyone for the last 60 days that sent mm-hmm. me a deal, and then I wrote all those people's name on a sticky note. And then I put the sticky notes under the camera, and I just went, hey, I just wanted to say thank you to Jeff, Kevin, Fred, whoever, Ooh, for referring me this in. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, we're doing a giveaway. And I literally went in my drawer, and I had this, like, Alexa. It was, like, the circle thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the circle thing plus the outlet. So it was, like, a smart home package thing. And I go, hey, we're giving away this, and Aisha's the winner. And, and I was like, hey, quick market update. And I did that. Sent it out and to everybody. And how's the receipt? It was awesome. So then the gal, Aisha, I call her, I left her a message, didn't hear back. What's going on? A week later, she emails me and she's like, thank you so much. I just got the package in the mail. I forgot to call you back. I've been waiting for this thing. I've been wanting to buy one. I'm like, this Aww. is money. Like yeah. it's a, And it's a, it was such an easy thing for me to do, such a cheap little gift to give away. Yeah. Um, I know some of the guys do bigger stuff. If anyone did the video class yesterday with Robbie, he was talking about his bigger giveaways. Like, I just think there's like a little bit of FOMO. For the people that are watching it, like the little ladies, yes. like, like they, they're just like, oh my God, I want to be part of that crew. Like, I want to win stuff. I want to be part of that. And it also reminds them, I just want to keep reminding them subtly of, hey, I would love your referrals. If you want to be a buy referral only company, you need to tell people that you want referrals. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm based off repeat and referral business. I would love for if you trusted me for your deal. Do you know anybody else? Like, well, however you say it. It just needs to be said more often. But that's another way to subtly say that I love referrals because I'm thanking all the people that referred me mm-hmm. in the last month. And that's a very easy video to do. Now, one more thing is I take that video and I upload it into HomeBot. So those of you that are using HomeBot, Oof. I upload it into HomeBot and send it to all the homeowners because they're all part of my database anyways. I've already shot the video, so just send it there as well. So you have your monthly video that's going to go out for sure here, and then you have your you can upload it into HomeBot and mass email it through there. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Um, so to then they get it twice, you're uploading it at HomeBot and yeah. Yeah. Yep. Same video twice. They'll probably only see one of them. Right? Yeah. The question was, am I sending it twice? The answer is yes. And the other answer is, I don't know if they're going to see either one of them, honestly. Homebot has such a a big open rate. Yeah. What was it? Was it 87? Yeah, yeah. You can pull up yours and mine's like 84-ish percent. Some some months it's 60-something, but that means 16% didn't get it. And so maybe that 16% get it from my email. I think that's a genius idea, though. I've never done that. Got it. Something you want to always think with your database, and this is the same with, like, all I'm doing is chasing leads, right? They're future leads, and and I need to never rely on one form of communication. So I'm going to email them through my CRM. I'm going to email them through HomeBot. We're going to call them. We're going to mail them. We're going to have our party. So as we get through here, you're seeing all this stuff of, dude, we're hitting them so many different ways. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because at some point in time when they go, honey, it's time to go. Hey, little Johnny went to college. We're going to downside. Like, I just want him to go call Greg. 
call Greg. I, like, as a lender, I want them to call me before the realtor. Like, I literally need to be the one that they're calling first. Because I'm, then I'm more valuable to my realtor. And I own my own follow-up. I don't own the realtor's follow-up. I don't know what they're doing. I would love it if they were doing what I do and even better. Because if they retain the client and it was my client and I'm in relationship with the realtor, they're most likely going to come back to me. But I don't have control of all those things. I can control my marketing, my mail, my call, my visit, my email. So that's what we're doing. Let's take a short break at the table and so far write down, you may have circled the one thing that you're going to implement just off the stuff we've talked about now, because there's a lot of things we're going to talk about today. Just circle the one thing and talk at the table, short hair first, say out loud the one thing that you're going to do. Bring it back. Let's hear some because you're going to get some ideas from some people of what they're going to do. So this table. Uploading the video to HomeBot. Uploading the video to HomeBot. I'll just I'll repeat it. Yeah. When you said you had the sticky notes in front of the camera, so that means you're shooting the video and saying all the names or reshooting videos. I didn't get that. Yeah, so no, the reason I did the sticky note was so that I could have the sticky note like under the camera, the webcam. Uh huh. And so that way I'm looking at the camera while I'm listing off their names. It doesn't look weird. Versus like I could say, hey, thank, hey, I just want to say thank you so much to, and then I'm reading off a piece of paper. It just oh, looked weird. Yeah. You're just looking okay. at like a shiny. So thing. what I awesome. thought was really cool awesome. about that, I pick one name. And I just honor the one person, but you're going through and listing them all yes. out loud, and I Listen love that. That's yes. very, yes. very cool. I, I, That's well, and again, cool. I want them to think like, wow, he, he a lot of people refer mm-hmm. him, right? It's, yes. So I think a lot of it is maybe subconscious, yeah. too. That's good. This table, what was one thing? Uh, mapping out the whole year of mailers and videos. Like uh, almost everybody at the table said we need to get together and get a uh, plan laid out. Yes. Hey, look, I think it'd be great to book a class that you're going to teach over the next, you know, 60, 90 days that's going to be build your marketing calendar. And then you build your marketing calendar in your own class. Like, why wouldn't I do that? Right? Like, that's all we're doing right now is coming up with the ideas. But then it's about, hey, when am I going to do that? Like, it's one thing to have in my calendar. It's, uh, it pops up and says EOS on the first of the month. Well, then it's got, then it's got, like, who's doing that? Is it me? No. I just know that it's something I bring up. Like, hey, what, what testimonial did you guys send out? Mm-hmm. Right, like that's a, but it's got to be a th- something that we're bringing up, and whether it's on the master calendar, I used to do the twelve month calendar with the dry erase that we just reuse every year. But if you, I always find if I force myself to say, "Hey, I'm teaching this class on November whatever," then I had to come up with something by November whatever to then right. teach. So if you do the marketing, you know, and I would, what I did, I did this in team training was print out like just Google blank calendar January through December twenty three. And you'll just print them all out and then hand them out in the class. Say, okay, guys, let's start. What are we doing in January? And I don't have to have the topic. I can just put lunch and learn will be here. I just don't know the topic yet. Mm-hmm. But if I at least build out the framework for what this looks like, I just have a better chance of executing it. It took me many years. You know, I've been with the core since 2008 is when I started with CDs and got in the program. 2010 was my first summit. Um, I was pulling the numbers I was still at like, I had 19, if you look at your lead tracker, right, you have your PCs, PCR, personal friend, like that's sphere, past client, right? I had like 19 closings in 2016. 
In 2018, it was like 22. In 2019, it was 90. And the only difference was that entire year before, I got recommitted with my entire team to do all of it because it was super choppy. It was like we'd do letter of the week and we'd stop at L. Ah, we just got too busy. And I'm like, no, dude, like we got to keep going. Like I needed to keep going was the problem. But I didn't keep them bought in on like all of it, right? I wasn't checking. Did the evidence success go out? Uh, what? No. Yeah. When was the last one that went out? Two months ago. Yeah. Okay, so then no one heard us. And I get how many of you realize that if in 2019 you like annihilated your database, that you would have done even more business in 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Like I would have, I would have just been more top of mind. Well, what do I want to do right now? I need to stay in front of my entire database because as we all know, the market will turn. I have no idea when, but when it does, I need to be the one that everyone's reaching out to. I'm looking to buy an investment property. Time to refinance now. Let's do cash out. I don't need them seeing ads. I don't need to listen to the radio. Ads popping up on their phone or their stuff, like mm-hmm. social media. Like uh, I just need them to see something and go, oh, dude, I need to call them now. Yeah. Right? You need to be top of mind. You know, this is stuff that keeps me up at night, like the random thought of, oh, my God, did we send the, the one thing? So we came up with a checklist, a monthly checklist of absolutely everything that happens. And then I can uh-huh. sit down in one meeting because even though we mail everything from the office, I don't really know if it happens. You know right. what I mean? I don't know. So I like that. the checklist helps me make sure that. All of the different touches actually got done. That's all I want to know is that they all got done. And then they're bugging me for letter of the heart. I'm like, oh, man, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> so if you want, I'm going to email your concierge, but uh, email the concierge if you want that checklist because wouldn't it be nice to have one meeting every month just to know that the stuff happened? And it's okay if some stuff didn't happen. It's just I don't. I want to make sure it doesn't happen or it does happen the next time, the next month, that that thing, the mailer, whatever, goes out. Okay. So that was mine. Look, I just literally copied it. Like I've sent two of these out since we had our talk because we talked in August. I sent my September. I already did my October. Like this is just now a new system for me because it's super simple. I literally just go in the CRM. I see who referred me. I put the little sticky note up under my camera and I'm just like, hey, this is what's going on. And then I do a quick little market update and then I'm done. So having that systematized makes it a lot easier to do the email through the database. Okay. And your videos or your gift is better than mine too. I got out my gift. I think that was a good takeaway for me. Get a little something better, make it a little yeah. more exciting. Yeah, it doesn't like need it. to be expensive. Like, yeah. you know, we're coming up on Black Friday, just go buy a bunch of Amazon dots or buy a bunch yeah. of little ring doorbells or something. Like, just something. Good idea. Right? Question? It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Subject know. line? Do you have one? Mine is what's up in lending September 2022. That's it. Cool. Yeah, dude, I've only sent two. I don't know. I'll text. I'll text you later. I don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I got a question for Danelle. And you said to me uh, on your birthday cards. So let's say they closed in 2022. Are they not going to get a like? Let's say early 2022. Are they not going to get a birthday card till 2023? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. like, if they close that year, they're not going to get a birthday card from you. No. Well, that current year. Like in the current I like the year. Idea. No. I'm just... Yeah. So like, it's you know, it's October right now. So if they close. If they just closed, no, they won't get it till the next year. Yeah. Yeah. So if they, they close in yeah. October. Their birthday's November. Yeah. They're not gonna get it till next November. But even there, I do get the updates though from my system to show me who's having a okay. birthday. So then usually that's just a phone call. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. To me. Well, actually, there's one over there first. Over there first. Oh, when you guys are doing the video to thank the referral partners or thank the uh, people that referred you, and you're doing the gift, are you doing the gift to everyone or you're just 
like picking one. Mine's I pick a name, but I just pick one name. So yeah. I go, hey, thank you to so-and-so, 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 so it. And you know what? Hey, Aisha's the winner this month. And so I just do one winner. Okay. So you just say, like, hey, I picked a name out of a hat, and mm-hmm. you're going to get a special gift. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, which I literally just go down the list and say, who do I want to say twice? Like, it's, yeah, yeah. I used to do videos, like, back at, like, when I was doing more social media stuff, I would do giveaways through social media. So we would do a giveaway, like, on an alarm system for your house and just get more followers to get stuff, to get people in, but this is more specific for the referral partners, just saying, hey, and for our giveaway, we're doing this this month, and I want to thank this, 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 and this, and then, hey, you win. Expect it in the mail. Like, Freddie won last month. Aisha was the month before. Oh, so, that's good. Good old Freddie. Jamie. Okay. So I have two questions. Um, for my birthday thing, I don't send out a birthday card unless they are VIP, but what I do is in the morning, every morning I get birthday from my clients that I send them a pre-recorded video that I sing happy birthday in both like Chinese English and then I t- text them like whatever the language right so Love do it. you think that's better or then the, I should have still mailed a card I think both both's always my answer oh. it's just more right like just, now they get a card in the mail and, and it's not expensive right and then it's totally free to do the video and a text message and I mean, I have a real estate agent that just, he's like, I don't have it all dialed into my CRM, so I just go into Facebook, and then I see who's on Facebook, like, birthday, right? Because it's just easy. It's in there. And then he just does a video, and I think it's 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. seconds is the cap with Messenger. And so he just does a video. Hey, it's Fred. Like, you just have to put a system around it. The bottom line is you've got to do it on all the platforms, Right, they, and doesn't mean that the birthday has to be on all the platforms. It's just your touches need to be on all the platforms. Meaning you've got to mail them something often. You've got the the things that go over the top from a relationship point of view is the birthday, right? You remember someone's birthday, like that's pretty solid. As a lender, you have that information. As a real estate agent, you can ask your lender for that information. We were talking in the CRM class yesterday how the CRM you can have mine does this five days before the birthday of the client. It messages the realtor with the contact information of the client that it's their birthday. Now that's just an extra touch for me to the agent. I know it's the client's birthday because we have the system. But then our system automatically spits it out to the real estate agent and said, Hey, by the way, our client that closed in this date with this contact information has their birthday on this day in five days. My second question is the email like this. What do you use? The bomb bomb video or do you use, uh, just like, how do you? My, mine is recorded in co-video, but either one works, but it's sent out through my CRM. Yeah. Okay. So co-video, not the, because people I say. I do bomb bomb. I think it's kind of all, whatever you have. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter. Cause I, you know, like someone said bomb bomb videos, like mm-hmm. go to the junk a lot. They said to use the YouTube video. What do you think? It's a, for me, it's just shoot the video and get it in there. Oh, so okay. that's why, again, multiple forms of communication. Yeah. So if I email through bomb bomb or email through my CRM or whatever, okay, fine. But you gotta be mailing them. You gotta be calling them. You gotta be texting them. You gotta get them on social. Like you just have to be everywhere. Cause okay. I don't know if they're going to open it or go to junk. This, my IT department said the other day, if people don't open your email three or four times, if you send a bunch of emails and they don't open like three or four, like go and they don't open any of the three or four, that you'll automatically start going in their junk. It doesn't matter if it was BombBomb or your CRM or Outlook or whatever. He's like, you got to get people to open your emails. Yeah. And if they're not, you got to call them and say, hey, did you get my email? 
and then they'll open it. That way it stays in their inbox. It's some crazy number. I don't know what it is. But that's the thing now, right? Technology. It's The software companies are catching up with there's just a lot of spam and junk. And although we don't consider our stuff spammy or junky, if people don't open it, the system considers it that way. So again, even if they do, I got to make sure that I'm mailing them. I got to make sure I'm calling them, doing my little client parties. So as we go through all this stuff. So the next one's HomeBot. So how many people don't use HomeBot? Let's do that. Okay, I would write down, I will look into HomeBot when I leave. You can get it for free for up to 20 or 25 contacts just to try it out. But literally, we're handling their asset, like their house. It's like, imagine having a, a E-Trade account or a Schwab or a 401k and you just never got a financial statement. That would just kind of be dumb. So how do I have a person that I've done their loan for, I've done their financial transaction and... I'm not sending them a financial statement for their house. They're getting a bill, right? That's not fun. Bills aren't fun. The financial statement showing my equity, whether it's up or down, who cares? I just want them to be getting it. And there's a lot of things. This isn't a HomeBot pitch. It's more the, this is a great third-party software that's very easy to integrate with your own systems that has a very high open rate, as Lisa mentioned. I mean, you're north at 80% for open rate on home buy, which is ridiculous. The average open rate of people that know you is 23%, and that's a Salesforce stat. So they're masters of data when it comes to open rate. 23% of people that know you. That's so how Homebot 84% just breaks records. So that's definitely one to get. It's one to partner with your referral partners on. And again, as an agent, if I don't partner with a lender, there's a lot of tools you miss out on. So definitely get with a lender that's using HomeBot because there's just more stuff accessed from the client. And the more engaging it is for the client, this is just an example of it, then the more engaged they are with it. And if I can keep them more addicted to this financial statement, they're not going, I wonder what my home's worth. Let me Google that. Or call another realtor or something else. Yeah. They're like, oh, let me just go to my financial statement that I get every month from Danelle. Do you, does this go out automatically for you or do you guys do it manually? How do you get this out? Automatic. It does automatic. No, you don't use HomeBot? No, we do. Uh, Mine is not, my company doesn't have it. So then we manually upload every single month. So then we have the, we got from HomeBot what they need. Yes. To be able to get this out to clients. So then we just export that from the... The LOS and then get it out to them. So, so whether your sister, your company automatically does it every month or you automatically do it every mm-hmm. month, it's got to just Absolutely. be a system. Just like, you know, look, you're already pulling your closed report from the month before to make the calls for that month. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, an opportunity when you make that call to let them know that, hey, this isn't the end. You know, you're not a transaction. You're, you're in my community now. You're going to get an email from HomeBot. Keep an eye out. It's a financial statement for your house. I know you're going to get your mortgage statement, but that's a bill. And that's really not as fun as the financial statement that shows where the numbers really are in your neighborhood. That would be a value to you. Yes, cool. Keep an eye out for it. And then when the first one goes out, I'm calling them again. Hey, did you get it? Because if it's not, if I don't know they're getting it, then I don't know that they're ever going to open it. And I need them to open it to stay in my ecosystem to then do something with me later. Yes. Yeah, so how, how do you decide who goes in to HomeBot and who doesn't? Because I know there's a limit of 500, and then after that you have to upgrade. There's no limit. You... The, the limit is by your wallet. So you can yeah, have exactly. as many. You can have as many. I'm, I mean, look, you can have true. as many as you want, yeah. right? But the answer is everyone. So if they have a name 
an address in an email, they go into HomeBot. I use HomeBot, and this is a database class, but how do I add more people into my database class? I post my link on social. I farm a neighborhood with a QR code that goes to HomeBot to sign up. I do all my giveaways. You can only win the raffle if you enter your name, address, email address, and phone number. Must enter, like open house giveaways that we do, floor tickets to the Suns, Diamondbacks tickets. Like I'll give big prizes because I want the data. But you've got to give me all four points of information because the primary reason is to go into HomeBot. The second is to go into my CRM. Mm, that's great. But the primary is HomeBot because mm-hmm. HomeBot's just what everybody likes. It's the it's the information on their own property. But again, it's the financial statement. How are you capturing like that data? Yeah, there's a link in your HomeBot. So the question was, how am I capturing the data? There's a link in HomeBot to then capture their data. So you take that link and I don't, I don't think I have it in here, but I do like postcards to neighborhoods. I use that image and put, do you get a financial statement for your house? And then scan this QR code for a financial statement for your house. And it takes them to that link in HomeBot. Everyone has it. Just go into share and then it says your widget thing. And you can also do like when I do it at open houses, I just have like an entry form that says enter to win whatever. If I'm a real estate agent, I'm doing multiple open houses. I'm doing the gift of the month. So just have a ridiculous basket for nice restaurants that are local to that community. Maybe their restaurants are giving them to you because if someone's looking at that house, they either live in the neighborhood or want to live in the neighborhood. So why wouldn't I get the local restaurants and establishments to donate nice stuff for me from my basket with a nice bottle of wine, nice glasses, whatever. Uh, enough that they're like, yeah, I want to enter for that. I'll give you, yeah, and you have to enter all your information or you don't get in. You cannot win. Yeah, Greg, I looked at this about three years ago and thought, no, I'm not going to jump into this. California though now, 70% of the California homeowners have 70% of their net worth wrapped up in the equity of their homes. So you just said this is like a financial statement. Can we can we bucket these, in other words, whether it's hot leads, medium leads, and write personal notes to these versus this just going out to the masses so that you could customize this and say, okay, I've got 10 really hot buyers right now that want to move. This becomes the most important part of the conversation right here before we even get into those conversations in a week or two. I mean, my answer is both, right? I'm going to put you in the system and I'll send you a handwritten note. Make sure you get it. Like, okay. I'll send you the, like, I sent my entire database the postcard, even though I uploaded them into HomeBot. I sent them all the postcard that they're getting the financial statement and I called them. Like, I want to make sure they're in the system and like addicted to the thing. Uh-huh. Cause the more they're seeing that, uh, like, I'm sorry you didn't sign up three years ago because what happened in the last two years? I was getting record numbers of leads through HomeBot because people were like, yeah, I want to refinance. Yeah, there's a benefit. Every time that thing would go out, I would just get leads. Yes, I, like right now I'm getting the yes, I want to create an emergency fund. Like it's just a thing. But it's so like, I don't know. These guys are just ridiculous. They built something that's engaging that people want to click on and it, it turns into a high conversion for me. So yes. And look, I, I get the objection. Wow, the data is not right. It's okay. The data is never right. The price of the home today isn't the price tomorrow. Like I don't, so it doesn't matter. I just want the phone call. I want them to call me. I want them to go to my website, not someone else's website. Okay, let's keep going and then we'll open up some more questions. So there's the emails. 
Uh, let's talk about on the emails, like which one of the emails do you want to do? Number one should be homebot, but do it real quick at your table. Just voice it. Cause whenever you talk about it to your group, it sticks more with your, that you will execute on it. So just real quick at your table, just go around long hair first, go around to your right and just say in real quick, one thing, one thing I'm going to do in regards to the emails. Go. Go with calls. You go. Um, so calls, this one can be huge when it comes to all the database numbers. I, I went through and I added up all of these calls, and it works out to be probably between 130 to 150 calls a week. So in order to get it all done, I do try to work with this and pull in help from the team for sure. Um, my favorite calls out of all of the calls really are the birthday calls. It's a non-sales call, kind of like you were saying, Jimmy. I think that the the birthday calls are just so so simple and easy. It's like, wow, they remember my birthday. Now, how do you do it? Do you have a list on your desk? Do you call the day of? Yeah, so the team actually, I have a, I have a um, time block on my calendar, and my girls go in and throw in all the birthdays for the month. So all I have to do is open it up and I see how many birthdays I've got. Um, and so that might be anywhere from, you know, five to 10 or how many ever a day that I can call, but it's, those are easy calls to knock out first thing in the morning, super impactful. And people love, love, love getting a call on the birthday. And I got a call from you, Jamie. I think you sang to me in Chinese and wow. it was amazing and English. And it was super, super great. So I say, keep up your phone calls for sure. Those are super, super wonderful. Dude, that's um, funny. Yeah, it works really well. Now my team recently though, you know, the incoming calls for us have slow down. And so the team said, Hey, I feel like we should really step in and help with some phone calls. So now I've got everybody going through and really making a ton of database calls. So on top of these, we're just going back and working old stuff that never panned out into anything. So as a whole, my team is calling about 300 people a week from database. So just from all of the information that we have on people, um, we're going back through all of this stuff and, and getting it. Um, we have for letter of the week though I do have I do have a slide out broadcast that goes out for letter of the week on top of the actual phone calls from the team usually because I'll do the birthday calls I do my um, my past closing calls and then that's where I'll tell them about Homebot I want to make sure that they do get the invitation and that they understand what it is and if they don't want it I want to cancel it because I don't want to pay for it if they're not going to use it um, but then also we do a monthly mingle for all of our clients who purchased or refinanced during the prior month I invite all of our buyers agents listing agents so that's a great phone call as far as the closing call for the prior month to make and kind of give them all that stuff and check in. And I love that one too, because I don't know if it was Rick or someone was saying that they know you care after the sale, if you're mm-hmm. checking in with them and making those phone calls, I think it's really super important. Yeah. That's awesome. I how look at it as like, if you're the lender that calls on the day of closing, maybe the day after and it's like, Hey, how'd everything go? Cool. Scale of one to 10. Hey, I need to replace you. Do you know anybody? And then click and then you never hear from them again. Like, that's a transaction. 100%. Right? If I'm 100%. the realtor that says, hey, here's your keys. Congratulations, man. Shake your hand and get it cool. And then I just run back to the booth, up to the front of the line and start lead gen again. It's a transaction, right? But when Rick says, hey, show up on closing day with the pizza and the pop. Call him 30 days later and check in on him. How many boxes you got left? Hey, do you need anything? 
I can send my handyman over. Did anyone ding anything up? What's the first thing you're going to do? You need my painter, you need my landscaper, roofer, landscape architect, like whatever. Like be the, be the person, right? I always want them to think of anything to call me. You want to buy a car? I do loans for people that own car dealerships. Like, I, like I just drop stuff because I just want them to think, hey, Greg did mention if I ever needed a job, I should call him because he does a lot of loans for people. Yeah. I'm going to call, like I've had people call me and say, hey, my son's looking for a job. I'm like, cool, like in my business? They're like, no, nah, no, nah, he's kind of into computers and whatever. I'm like, oh, well, my buddy owns a software company. Let me, you want to make, you want an interview? Like, it's, you just need to be the connector. You guys do a lot of deals. You know a lot of people. You just want them to know that you're the connector. Connector's way. There I love go. it. That's awesome. The formal formula for the calls with the core is letter of the week. There's 26 letters. There's 52 weeks. So if I call everyone with the last name A the first week of January, everyone with the last name B second week of January, keep going. By the end of June, you've hit all 26 letters. You've left them a voicemail or you've talked to them. It's a system to know that I've done it. And then the first week of July, second week of July, A, B, C again. And by the end of this year, you'll now have for sure, like guaranteed, hit them twice. If you call them on their birthday and their loan anniversary, there's four verbal touches to your database. That's it. Now, the extra stuff, the extra closing call, the contactor and the deal, like that's all well and good. It's what's the system of follow-up formally for my database. You got the letter of the week. You've got your anniversary calls, and you got your birthday calls. Yes, Lisa. What does that letter of the week call? What does that letter of the week call sound like? You know, for me, it's a, it's very much. You know, it kind of depends on what's going on. Like if it's right now, it's, hey, what's happening with the house? Cool. Hey, did you decorate it for Halloween? What are you guys doing? Like, do they have kids? Are they going trick or treating? Like, it's kind of seasonal for me, right? If it's in January, it's, hey, what'd you do for the New Year's? What do you got coming up? Are you going to the waste management open? What are you doing for the Super Bowl that's going to be here? Like. So for me, it's more time. Uh, I always weave something in about the house. Like, hey, you've been doing anything with the house? You've done any work on the house? And then at the end of the call, it's always, hey, do you need anything? And then I drop like two or three things. Landscaper, housekeeper, pool cleaner, like whatever. When it gets to like here, it's around, you know, March. We're opening up the pools. Hey, do you need my pool guy to come by? He'll give a complimentary equipment and pool chemical check on me. Do you need me to have Javier come by? Nah, man, I'm good. Cool. Like, and I don't even know if they have a pool, right? Like, I don't, I'm not looking at appraisals. I don't know. My CRM doesn't tell me. I'm just like, hey, man, do you have a pool? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, great. Like, they don't need Javier. But if they have one, I'm like, hey, do you want me to have my guys swing by? They do. That'd be great. It's getting into season. So it's very much like, what's the time? But I'm weaving in something around the house, and I'm adding something about, hey, do you need anything? Remember, and then... Handyman, housekeeper, landscaper, roofer, whatever's in your area. I got a guy in Maryland, big agent. He, he has a VIP list. He sends the gutter cleaner guy out to clean the gutters for the houses and just tell them he's coming. Wow, that's cool. Right? I'm like, wow, that's a VIP. Yeah. That's an, like, wow. That's like mm-hmm. at the end where you're like, hey, I'm sending my house cleaner over to clean up your house. Like, I'm just doing it. That's right? Awesome. Like, that's pretty cool. How important is it that you make the calls versus your team makes the calls? And how do you say, okay, these calls are good for the team and these are the ones I personally want to call? 
I think it's important for us to make our, you know, obviously do your theme day calls. So I believe in calling your past clients for sure. You've got to touch your people. I love the birthday calls. I think we do as much as we possibly can to call everybody. And then I love to pull in the team. I think it's, the calls have to happen. They have to get touched. So well, when you how say about you? How many are in your database? Oh, a lot of people. Thousand, probably about 4,000. Probably about 4,000 people, 4, I think, yeah, in my database. Like yeah. So that's a lot, right? So you have to employ a team. But to answer your question, because I think that came from, hey, I got my team making database mm-hmm. calls with me right now, and, and I do the same exact thing, is it's more important for you to make the calls, but it's also more important for the team to make the call than not make the call at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm not calling 4,000. Like, let's be clear. It would it would be really tough and inefficient of my time to call 4,000. But could I have the letter of the week broken up between me and two of my LPs? And then it's loaded into phone burner, and it literally has the initials. It says G-G-A-H-T-A-L-N-A for my two LPs. And then we just burn through. So there's accountability that says Greg made his calls. Mm-hmm. I'm making my calls. And there's like 90 each that we're doing. Like, and I'm not doing have- 270. Right? It's just, it's... Oh, I just divide it up. If it's a monster list, right? Like, we're doing a, a movie event, right? So we we carve out 400, and we call the 400. That's the same thing. We all just divide it up and call. Yeah. That works. Okay. I think, too, you got to log it. I mean, when you start doing all of this work, make sure you log who, when you called people so that you know you called them last week because it was letter of the week and then you're calling them because it's their house anniversary. Well, I like your checklist, yeah. right? Yes. Like, you have the checklist yes. that, yep. that was done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and that's true. I need to know, you know, if I'm, I'm doing the house anniversary calls, I'm doing the 30 day after call, like those are super important calls. But when I'm calling someone that closed seven years ago, Hey, just checking in. That's most likely the LPs are because it's just in the system that way. But there's a chance I could be too. But the most important ones like these need to be done by us. Agreed. Okay. Anything else on calling? I can't think of anything else that I do. Yeah. Um, You said you use uh, Slidell Bomb uh, Broadcast for Letter of the Week sometimes. Is that right? Mm -hmm. What does that message sound like? Uh, So the Letter of the Week, I had recorded it once, and it goes out, and it actually – is really nice because I don't know I don't know where it is even in the rotation um, until they start calling me back and then I get a call from Maureen Herrera so I know I'm on H and she says oh you just called me and I'm like yes I did I did I just called you how's the um, house what's that yeah how's the house going how's the house and she asked for a referral to North Carolina or something like that wow. it works it absolutely works but what's um, the what's the voicemail I know I'm trying to think what it was I feel like it was just a just touching based, you know, thinking of you, I want to see how everything is going with the house and check in. And is there anything at all that I can do to help you right now? I usually keep it super short and sweet mm-hmm. and very generic. Yeah. Cool. So Danelle, Greg, is just to clarify, letter letter of the week, is that going to be outside of your theme day calls? So if you've got your VIP pyramid, past clients, current clients, builders, business, all of that. The letter of the week then are these people in your database, the ABCDs, that are not in any of those groups. Is that fair? Or no, that, no, that for me it's my Thursday group, so yeah. I actually do it on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because they're the past clients. Mm-hmm. I see. Just for the, me. 
Yeah, and these calls I only do to actual funded people. I don't talk to anybody who isn't funded because that's a weird call. I did try that, and that didn't go over very well. Oh. <laughs> like a past client call with someone that yeah, wasn't just, your past Yeah, just, you know, client? calling some random pre-qual or pre-approval or old lead, and uh, yeah, they, they didn't. That was strange. So all right. that's got to be a different call. I cut this out from the this literally the top of the closing call sheet that we all have with the core. It's I mean, again, like I, I just don't change anything that the core has, right? So you just do that. It's real easy, right? Now, I say I don't change anything. I add, because I add to add the Homebot conversation in there. I add the, hey, don't forget, if you need anything, handyman, housekeeper, landscaper, roofer, please let me know. Like, these are all just things that I've added to my systems, but this, the closing call sheet was added, I don't, I don't even remember, two, three, four years ago. It wasn't in the very beginning. It was just something that we're like, Hey, you guys should be doing this, but let's make it a system that we're all doing this together and let's make sure that we're holding each other accountable so it's now a form that's turned in with all of your homework to make sure that it's getting done. Like, you have to call after, mm-hmm. right? Hey, how did the move go? How many boxes you got left? I still got boxes and I moved in in 2016. That's pretty crazy. I probably should throw those away. Awesome. Hey, do you need anything? Did anything get banged up? You want my handyman to swing by there? It's really hard to get a hold of people. Do you need one of my painters? Do you need a quote from my guy? Like, okay, cool. Hey, just remember, if you ever need anything mortgage or real estate related, let me know. Call me, text me, email me. Let me know. Okay, cool. Like, that's it. Yeah. I'm a big second home market. So for me, this call also is checking to see who's helped them move in. And who is now in love with Prescott needs to move here as well. Because a lot of times I have people who have some family member who's come to help them uh, get moved into the house. And it, it's it's a great spot for second home people to go get additional referrals. That's really cool. How yeah. many people are in second home markets? Cool. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a cool call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about phone calls. So what's one thing you need to add to your phone calls? So quick at your table. What's one thing you need to add to your call category of the formula for database follow-up. Cool, thank you. Let's hear a couple. Like, what's what's something that you guys said you were going to add? Brian. (laughs) What did we get? Um, Let her talk. Sure, hers was the best. Making sure we're making the calls. Sandy? Hello. Yeah, so I'm going to start doing the birthday calls. I have not been doing those. Cool. <laughs> Look, it's, again, remember, like, I want to do that, but then, you know, right under there, like, what's the system to do that? Like, I will pull the birthdays the week before the next month. Mm-hmm. It's in my calendar every day for 30 minutes. It says call, text, video, something, birthday. It just says birthdays. Because like, if I don't put the time in the calendar, I'm going to forget that I was supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. It was one thing to pull them, right? I circle the ones that are going to get gifted because you should have a birthday program, right? So the VIPs, you're like, oh, man, that's a VIP. We need to make sure we do some extra special. I'm hand delivering that one, right? Like Ooh. I have all these conversations. Like I'm having the meet, just like you have the one meeting. I yeah. have the meeting with my admin that's like, okay, let's go over the list. Like, who's important in November? Mm-hmm. Who do we? Who do I need to hand deliver it to? Who are we sending it to? I probably know them better. So I'm like, hey, they're a huge Broncos fan. Get the Bronco rally towel. Doesn't need to be expensive. It needs to be impactful. But I have to have the program in place, right? So then I'm going to get a visit. I'm going to get a phone call. I'm going to get a text in there, mm-hmm. right? Very good. 
Our whole table's been doing the closing calls, obviously, but the checklist and the programming got sloppy. So programming, mm-hmm. here's the expectations. Think about me with anything real estate, refinancing, anything to do. So really good on that, getting back to that. I love that. program, yeah. Great, I love great that. call. Yeah. Very cool. And I think that putting that on your list, right, like that needs to be on, like program for a referral. It, it's it's like running the play, right? I'm just looking at the playbook going, okay, I need to say that. I need to say it. Did I touch on that? Like what's the framework of the call, right? But somewhere in there, it's program for a referral. Make sure on your birthday and anniversary calls that you have a trigger in your system to remind the realtor as well. Hey, a year, I know, a week from now, yeah. here's the list. So I did mine for me and then realized I could tie in the agent. It's an alert. By the way, Donald Duck has a birthday next week, and they think you're great for reminding them. It makes you look good. I love that. You have a system in place to alert you. How about you manually do that and have a system in place or make it automatic through your CRM where the realtor or referral partner is getting that same alert because they don't have they don't have that data they definitely don't have the date of birth usually and and they love 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 that love that and i take ownership of that yeah anyone over there go so anniversary call is the same thing that's a call to our realtor the week before their anniversary says don't forget we closed this guy's house a year ago or five years ago next week and by the way we're going to do something for him if you want to come in and sign the card we're going to send or something like that uh, we'll be happy to have you just swing by the office. I we'll have that. a gift basket. You can come in and sign it. Then they don't have to do anything but just drop by the office and sign it, and it goes out from both of us. Yeah, That's I love cool. that. I Good love idea. That. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get I, into the visits, oh, and then we'll grab some more questions. Thing. Go ahead. Um, it just didn't even occur to me to involve the team on making the calls. So that's something that I would love to set metrics for, you know, on a weekly basis. We're on A's this week hammer them out, you know, 20 each or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And look, I, you know, the team, the team has an interaction with the client. Like we're the face of the team. We're, we're, we're more involved, but they're still involved. So to have them make an extra call to the database, it's okay. They're part of the team. They're part of the family. I want them all in the community. Like they come to our events. When we do the movie event, the team is there and they're in relationship with these clients just like I am. I don't want it to be like, it's the Greg show, right? It's the team. It's the team. They call in. I'm not there this whole week. The team's answering the calls. They need to have that relationship with them, too. They do, absolutely. For the team to do the calls, too, I've learned that if I can keep specific people doing specific calls, it's easier because they start having the same conversation on repeat. It's kind of like us when we're, when we really get into the, the groove with our, you know, hour and a half of calls or however, however much time it is, the call gets better and better and better. And same thing for the team. So I keep specific people doing the specific calls and they start having really good conversations and they get more comfortable and it, it gets just better and better. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Danelle, you're doing your monthly mingle. Yeah. How many people, on average, are you having show up? It totally depends. You know, pre-COVID, we had a whole lot of people. And uh, and then now I have to do a whole lot of work to get people there. But out of probably all of our closings, probably half do show up. And then um, the buyer's agents love it, though. It's a great opportunity to get them back in front of the clients because they don't do that usually. They don't have an event. And so a lot of my buyer's agents use my monthly mingle as an opportunity to gift the client after closing also. So we kind of piggyback and, and leverage the event for that. Can you describe your monthly mint? Now that we're on the visits. Yes. So the visits to, is to have yeah. two, minimum two hangouts uh, with your clients. Mm-hmm. But you're, and you're doing a monthly mingle. Monthly mingle. Monthly mingle, same time, same place. We've done it for about six years now. And um, 
And it's just easy. I've done it at the same restaurant. It's about two blocks away from my office. We have a mingle box. And the mingle box is just a plastic box. And it's got my pipeline in it. So I know who's coming. Because, and then name badges. So my team knows that I don't remember faces at all. At all. I don't know names. I don't remember faces, anything. And so uh, they put everything at the front of the area. We've got a special sign that we have built for the location. And I'm either in the glass room over here if it's cold or I'm on the patio if it's warm. So it's a dual-sided sign. So we've got our sign and our, our little, yeah, right there, and our little stand that it goes on. And... It's just so simple and it's so easy, but it's on repeat and it just happens every single month. Um, so much so that every client who calls me to refinance has probably been to this one time. And every single time they say, do I get to come back to the pizza party? <laughs> every single time. Order awesome. the same food, same pizza, same snacks and what's drinks. In the, what's in the fun. mingle box? The mingle box is my pipeline, uh, the name badges. Oh, okay. Like it's just prepared and easy. And then we oh, go cool. grab the box and get in there and go in and then we party. That is Have fun. awesome. Yeah. Wow. How many yeah. need to do the mingle box, the mingle party, the that's wow, fun. like month, yeah. like that's crazy. Yeah, that's it. good. Look, I always Thank say you. it's a contact sport, but it's not the quantity, it's the quality of the contact. So you can have such quality contact mm-hmm. with something so very simple. Yeah. I love it. All right, cool. Let's do the movies. So movies. you do movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, first time ever this year I did a movie. Um, and this one, I liked yours. I like your picture better. I'm going to have to upgrade my picture next time. you got to promote the show. Like, yeah, you, gotta you do. Come to the movie. So I, f- I don't even remember where it was. I feel like it was actually last summit, guys. I was talking to Monica Jones, I think. Monica was talking about, oh, it was the... Um, Tom Cruise movie and Top Gun. Gun. And I felt so bad. I'm like, wow, I missed, I missed the boat on this thing. Mm -hmm. So the next one was Thor. And so I'm like, all right. I mean, we didn't have much time to plan at all, but we went for it. And I have recently made a company move in the last like year and a half. Um, it's been since I had moved companies. And so we did Thor. We sent it out to the entire database and I was shocked at how many people responded. I feel like out of all the emails that I've sent, I had more people respond to the movie thing and then we had to send it out again and cap it. And then I had one really not nice guy and he's like, I didn't even respond saying I wanted to come. So why are you telling me it's capped? But they all read the emails. It was crazy. And the event was super spectacular. Everyone got a, a ticket for pop and a popcorn and they loved it. They totally loved it. We had giveaways. We did some giveaways there too. And it was really kind of neat. It couldn't have worked out any better, but a lot of really old clients actually ended up getting the little giveaways. And then the referrals out of the event though. So beforehand we did the, we need your help. And, um, at the event, we did it again. And then the people who won were people who had filled out the, we need your help. And, and we got a lot of referrals out of that event. So it was, it was fantastic, but it was definitely my first. We're going to do it going forward. Killer. How long have you been doing this? Uh, when did the first Cars movie come out? That was oh, my very first one. So that's probably awesome. 10 years ago. So I try, yeah. try to pick, like, you want to pick it to your demographic. So if you do a lot of family stuff, then I do mm-hmm. family movies because I'll get more people to show up. So we did, uh, like, now nah, we just did the Marvel one. We're doing, um, Black Panther 2 in two mm. weeks on November 12th. I always rent out the, th- it's like a thousand bucks. You get the theater. It's like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. We cap it. We, what we do is we use Eventbrite so you can put how many seats you would allow. I don't, I block out the first two rows. 
because I don't want the people to come that are like have to sit in the front row and they're like this the whole time. It's just not fun. So I block out. So if it's a 400 theater, I, I say, hey, max 325 because I don't want the front seats, right? Yeah. We do the giveaway, and what we do is I shoot the video and says, hey, we're going to be doing a giveaway. We've got flat screen TVs, ring doorbells. We're doing an air fryer. Like, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you go to, if you send us a, do a Google review, because we're doing, like, more Google stuff right now, but you can mix it up. But we do, hey, if you do a Google review, you get entered in the drawing. Or if you send us a client, you get entered in the drawing between now and the time you show up to the movie. That's and awesome. so the first time we, I've been doing the movies for a while and then finally someone's like, Hey, you should do some giveaways and get some referrals. I'm like, well, that's a good idea. So I did. And the last one we got, we got 22 referrals yes. before we even started the movie. I was Fantastic. like, this is awesome. It was nine reviews, 22 referrals. And so we're, we're doing it again for this one as well. So between the evite is easy to set up and doing the giveaways, just grab stuff you think that the people would, would like. You, you don't need that much stuff. We have four or five things, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I always say the power's in the invite, so uh, short story, my very first one was the Cars movie, and I had 13 people show up. I paid $1,000 for the movie theater. Uh, six of the people were my family. My wife goes, hey, uh, how much did you pay for this? And I'm like, yeah, I was like, no, it's okay. And my coach at the time goes, dude, the power's in the invite. So I go, oh, babe, the power's in the invite. She's like, don't try to coach me. She's like, this is, this is horrible. And I'm like, I'm like I'll, I'll do better next time. Like, we'll get more people next time, right? So anyways, we get done. A month later, I come home. This is old school. We get these, like, commission sheets. And I go, hey, check it out. It was like $26,000 in commissions. Every one of the people were, had been invited to the movie theater event but didn't come. That's awesome. Right? Crazy. So I tell you, it's not always about the people that actually show up. Yeah. It's the ones that reply that go, mm-hmm. hey, I didn't, I wasn't even coming. You're like, yeah. yeah. And then that guy's going to come back next year and refinance with you. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's another way to just stay top of mind with them. Another one that I do, this will go out, this will start next week. We do the pumpkin pie giveaway. I, that was my eighth. There's actually the ninth annuals coming up. So I have, I do, here's the website. Pick what you want, apple or pumpkin. You have to pick by Friday before Thanksgiving. That weekend, we go pick up all the pies and then come to the office on Tuesday between a certain time period to come get your pie. So it's super low maintenance for me. Mm-hmm. I have clients that are 45 minutes away that'll say, ah, too far, no, nah, I can't make it, whatever. And I'm like, that's okay. Now, I've had one that was like, oh my gosh, I wish I could make it, super sad. And I'm like, oh, I like that client. Like, I remember the client. I'm like, I like that client. I, like, we call, I called a bakery out in her side of town, bought the pie and said, hey, go there and pick up your pie. So I do that on the one-off stuff, but the main deal of it is I literally just say, hey, what do you want? Costco's super easy. We'll get a couple SUVs. We'll fill them with pies. Last year was like 80-something pies we gave away. I've done 13. I've done 80-something. I've had agent teams give away 300. I mean, it's a pretty popular one. The point is, is I invited them all. Some of them came and visited me, and I got a pie. That's perfect. Cool. Hold on. All my past clients. Any, yeah, who do I invite is the question, right? Yeah, we got to be quicker. Sorry. <laughs> I should tell people, just raise your hand and I'll have, I'll run the mics to you. So, um, it's all my past clients, like all of the past clients. Now with the movie events, I start with f- about 400. I do my TBDs, like all the prequels that are out right now, cause I want to stay in touch with them. I do my closings for the lat, for year to date closings. Mm-hmm. I do, I have a VIP list of clients like the agents that I've done business with. 
my family members that I've done business with. Like, it would be horrible if they're seeing me at the opening of a movie and it's my cousin who's like, hey, dude, I did my loan with you. How come I didn't know about the movie? Yeah. So I, I had that happen. And so I'm like, that can never happen again. So I need the extra VIP list that's for sure getting invited to stuff so it's not awkward. Yeah. And oh, Thanksgiving's pretty close, so it would get really awkward. That's very right. good. Okay. I see that you have date night on there for the movie. I've always done families. Um, is that just based on your client? I did that because of the movie. Yeah, it was Thor, and it, I didn't know that it would be, like, family-friendly. So I just made it a date night. And then our next one, I want to do a family event. Yeah. And the other question I have is, who all gets invited to the mingle? The mingle, it's all of the clients from the prior month that did a loan. So all of the, the people okay. that purchased or refinanced, all the buyer's agents, and all the listing agents also. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Um, when On the theater, how many people do you cap it to? It depends on the size of the theater. The question is, how many do we cap it to? It depends on the size of the theater. And then you just have to figure out the theater. For me, I just can't go the first three rows or so because, you know, you get that. No, I'm sorry. The invite on the Eventbrite, for how many people? It depends on, like, the size of the theater. Like, the size of the theater will hold. I have theaters that have done, I've done, like, that only hold 200 people. So I'll invite, like, 150 because I can't fill the crowd, Mm -hmm. right? So it's not capped per person. No, I think yeah, she's per, probably asking oh, if it's person. capped per oh, person. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my so when you send the, the event right? Four, four, four in a household. Uh-huh. And then if anyone says like, oh, I have three kids, I'll be like, hey, no problem. Okay. But we don't do unlimited because I've had people go in and grab nine tickets and I'm like, you don't have nine kids. Yeah. Right? And they're grabbing the friends and the I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. And so I told my, and this is how you learn, right? You, you throw something out, you're like, oops, that didn't work. Yeah. And yeah. so I said, hey, cap it at four. And if someone emails back and says, I got four kids, you're like, okay, you can get six tickets. Okay. okay. And you mentioned a website for the pie that you sent for them to peek. Yeah. Is it a website or a link or what? I had it? someone create a website, like just a landing page. They, okay. they go on and it goes like the Gale team and, and pick your pie and apple or pumpkin. So I just made it more splashy. In the beginning, it was reply back if you want a pie. And I only had pumpkin. Yeah. Oh. Right? Like, I'm doing pumpkin this year because of this. Yeah. I so I could it. send yes. an email back. You could you could send an email and say, text me. That way you make sure you have everyone's cell phone number. Right? However you want to get the data. I just need to get people to, I just need to touch them. Right? Mr. Gale, yes. I'm so impressed that you had 12 people show up and you did it again the next year. Right? <laughs> we were talking about that. That's so awesome. So along those lines, how do you... Stay bought in, and I know you, so I know that you are as con- as consistent as they come. Most of us would have quit and said, hey, that didn't work for me. So how do you keep doing it over and over and over again, year after year, after maybe not getting great results initially? Yeah, I think uh, Rick said it this morning. Is it mandatory or is it optional? Like I, like I took the two, like, dude, you had to do a movie event. You have to write your letter of the heart. It's, it's mandatory. It's part of the program. Now yet I'll ask and say, who did the letter of the heart this semester? And what, what did I assign you? Michael is one of your homework assignments. Do the letter of the heart. Cause it wasn't, it was optional. Right. So for me, it's just mandatory. The hardest part was convincing my wife that I was going to do it again. Cause she's like, you had like 12 people show up last time and half the family. Like, no, you get, you can't do it again. I'm like, I got to do it again. Come on. I made 26 grand. She's like, okay, you can do it again. I had a reminder of the math. Yes, sir. Hey, Greg, so what did you tweak 
post your first movie event to make it improve it, I guess, improve upon it. Yeah, so it ended up then going from not just an email invite going out to people to adding in the call, the text, hey, just sent you an email. Sometimes I go to spam. We'd love to have you come to our client appreciation. So I had to up the uh, contact to make sure I... Uh, got the the pull through right because I'm just assuming send out the email to 400 people you're going to overflow the theater right and that's not going to happen well look guys I really appreciate it. if you need any other questions on mail call visit email na- nail in your database grab Danelle and I at lunch at dinner at the fire pits tonight appreciate you guys coming give it up for Danelle thank you sir you're amazing you've been listening to the core sales training boot camp registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at thecoretraining.com.